0: The wand, a puff of smoke, and the magic man pulled one out of the hat. I still can't believe it happened. Welcome to the mirrors Magic Supercoach Podcast. My name's Selby, your host, with us. It's a bit of a guest appearance, actually. He's not a regular on these Super Coach ones. Zayver, let's g'day, Zay.
1: Hey, mate, great to be here. Uh, just come straight from work, Selb. So I've learnt my lesson over the last couple of podcasts to... Uh, just keep it pretty simple what we've been doing, and uh, now it sounds really suspicious what we're doing, it's just simply well, a game of golf, hard, but man. now <laughs> I feel horrible about what we're saying. But anyway, yep, fresh off the golf course, uh, a little, little chocolate brownie, usually we have a stubby or two during these, but uh, you know, today, a dry a AM, dry AM, show. Mate,
0: A.M., A.M., so... No, nothing
1: good happens in the A.M., old man says, if you start in the A.M., it never ends well. With a beer?
0: hmm mm, True. Probably true. A 1201,
1: a, a big difference.
0: He's got the experience too, your old boy. Mm. So this is the first Supercoach-specific podcast of the season. So if you're only playing AFL Fantasy, it might not be of interest to you. Obviously, skip through. We'll do another Fantasy pod in the next super, week.
1: Supercoach, though, before we keep going, um, skip through. It. But I don't know. I, I'm doing it this year. So I, I've started to get an interest through following your Supercoach.
0: Yeah. Well, you'll see – the reasons what I like about and what I don't like about the game, and we'll, we'll talk about that through today. But this is purely focus on Supercoach. And for those who do follow us for Supercoach content, I firstly apologise, I haven't given any newsletters, Supercoach focus, focus or podcast to date. But this year we're planning to really ramp up some of our Supercoach content so more things are coming your way. And
1: now, last year, mate, we need to, before we skip on to what's ramping up and ramping down... Um are you happy with how you finished? Uh, it's an unfamiliar position for you to finish uh, in top ten. Top just, ten. Just not, um, just not on top of the podium.
0: Yeah, finished eighth in the end. And I'm not sure. A little birdie reckons that someone in the top around that seven mark might have been a champion data employee. So I think we can almost all bump our ranks up one. They're, right. So I don't know if I claim seventh or eighth. Are they reckon- not, they're allowed to do it, though. They're allowed to play, yeah. but not allowed to claim a prize. Oh, they're not? No. Nah, nah. And to be credited, uh, someone who played... Um, AFLW finished top hundred. sent an email to him saying, "Here's your hat." He goes, "Oh, look. To be honest, I'm a champion dairy employee. I can't accept this um, hat." And
1: do you so- say, "We're not playing for day. Well, I, the sheep station." keep the bloody said, hat. Just
0: going to anyway. No, he was good <laughs> too. He did some good old 101 Got lucky with that, but. uh yeah, well, regardless, I got myself a tracksuit, uh, a nice Did you, How 40... come I haven't
1: seen the tracksuit? Is it oh, top to tail? Show, it's a
0: shocker, mate. It's a shocker. <laughs> Is there something I'd wear? I was going to bring it out for Christmas because you look like Santa, no, Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, right, That's okay. Red. It's KFC-sponsored, big, uh, red, yellow, yeah. um, red, white. But the beautiful Sharon Footy. Oh Brain's proper Sharon match, which is nice. Uh, we'll, we'll
1: put that up in a raffle somewhere.
0: KFC was something you will use. I got some KFC vouchers. I, Did you? I was your you The prize were good. It might have been about two hundred bucks worth of KFC. Send, send How oh, oh, can we not have your feast? Oh, That's
1: our start. Monday nights actually in the boardroom.
0: So enough, very happy with the finish and I think anyone who does play either format or even plays both formats will realize it's a it's a pretty good feat. Well
1: eight this is a bloody good effort.
0: First time back playing it properly and um, we'll talk through what I did like, what went well for us and and learning because I think there's a lot of things I took from the fancy game which worked well for me and Supercoach, vice versa and a few little things which I think people can adapt to help uh, help excel them this season.
1: This this season coming, uh, I know you're not doing AFL fantasy. Did Supercoach catch you? Does the heart belong there at the moment? Are you going to do Supercoach again?
0: I wouldn't say – I'm no, still no, a fancy amount of yeah. but I'm playing again. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'll right. play Supercoach, uh, which will, will, again, for providing content, which we'll be doing – like I'm doing this year all the season guide profiles, commentary, yeah. projections, articles, trade insights. That's going to be mine. Tommy is the gun, the best ever, top two top tens. He's in a cameo. He'll be, do a few podcasts every now and then. Yeah, but nice. I'll be – now that I'm half credentialed with one top ten finish, I can yeah. get a bit more insight into – what I see. So in terms of the season guide, which is open for pre-order, magic.com.au 100% up to, t- to four wishes to starlight. Uh, you can get just a super coach package, just a fancy package, or the combination of both.
1: And again, what what is a wish? cost? Six and a half. So six and a half.
0: Last year, we'll hopefully get to twenty-six thousand. We did that last year. Yeah, that was the mile, and that's the target. So if we get to twenty-six thousand, that will be donated. a good to effort, uh, isn't it? And you'll be able to get um,
1: you'll be able to get um, Tommy Sheridan. To take the photo to, of us, up to, there to jump a, in the photo again with a check. So in terms of <laughs>
0: podcast guests, you'll pop on every now and then yeah. as a guest. Yeah. Tommy is a guest. There's a few others can't announce them just yet, but I've got a, a few in rotation. So I'll be the constant for the podcast going forward for Super Coach and. From now on, when the Season Guard comes out, there'll be yeah, exclusive podcast to, uh, to members, but I'll be talking through my team, how I'm looking, what I'm thinking, trade yeah. time, if I'm pulling the trigger, starting squad and all that. So I'm excited to, to get into that. So that's a bit of a change-up from last year where uh, it's going to be me, more me and more my insights. for The Guides? I
1: did enjoy um, last year when you'd post, and I kept saying, post where you are in Supercoach, it's a good effort. And a couple of the people were like, oh, it's good, mate, you've got no trades left. No, I'm like, look at your trades. Shut up.
0: Well, that's part of the learnings. <coughs> there the,
1: was the, 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 the first comment of people. They wanted to see if, Look at the trades, mate. Come on.
0: Look at the trades. Yeah. yeah every single time. Uh, and we'll talk about learning soon how important trades are, but also how important it is to be aggressive. And yeah. that's what I took from fancy, where you, you trade two times a week. So we might as well get into, and this, for people who are avid super coaches, you might not learn anything here. It is more for those like yourself who want to play this year. Yeah. A few of the different things I learned because the games are as com- similar as they are, they are very different, mm. and it's why you don't see many people having success. Like, no one's won both comps. Uh, Has
1: there been a, anyone that's had a reasonable goal? You'd well, be the, the question best at is, both. I don't
0: know if anyone's got top 10 on, on both, so okay. we'll put that out to any listeners here and, and reach out if you have because there are different methodologies amongst limited trades. Via. Yeah. Top trader. Quickly, what I didn't like about – because I'm still a fancy man at heart, as I've mentioned to you. One well, I'm a,
1: I'm, a, I'm a super coach man at heart, the champion data
0: Well, looking back man. at your your stats and your numbers back in the day, you always scored a bit better in super coach and fantasy, so I don't know if that means – No, no because well,
1: it's Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings whenever you get you the Herald Sun. You, no, no, yeah, if you, you get the Herald Sun, and it simply shows um, from one to – they weren't done in disposals. No, they were done in – Ranking Ranking points. Ranking points. Yeah. So
0: the platform itself, I, I like the fancy uh, better navigation, whatever it is, but the main thing is there's no live ranks in the super coach, so you have to sit. You kept saying, oh, mate, how are you tracking this week? How are you going? Yeah. I had to wait until Sunday night. So why don't they do that? I don't know. And I put my hand up. I'm running this AFLW fancy. We couldn't do live ranks. It's a hard thing to implement and, and roll with. Uh, um, but at least
1: you know what a few players have done above or below. The and on the, or but on
0: the flip side... Sometimes it saves you because I used to spend the whole time on fantasy, especially at the pointy end, kept on refreshing, screenshot new rank, bang, screenshot. Whereas here, it was always forced. You put your phone down, and you kind of just let it do what it needed to do. So I, I actually found myself on the on the app a lot less than I was in the other. The main thing more about the game itself. Uh, fantasy prices change after round one. When someone plays yeah. once, they score. So round one, Will Brody had a blinder, bang. Patrick Cripps blinder there. So if you so you get, get the, the gravy if you're done with yeah. them. You get yeah. the rewards. Someone else can then still get them with their two two trades per week, but you, they're paying a premium, so yeah. it rewards that early mover. Supercoach prices don't move until three games in. So you can pounce late. So you can pounce late. So someone you don't get rewarded for going early on those, Yeah, Crips and Brody type, and also teams I've found become very similar early because oh, these guys are all there. They're all affordable because they haven't gone up in price. Mm. So those first trades you're using... I feel like you get a bit of a free hit, which I didn't really love in the game. And with those limited trades, again, we'll talk about it more straight. I'm, I still don't know whether I like the limited trades or don't like. What I didn't like it is that teams were getting very similar, particularly around the back end, like the last six rounds, when yeah. I was only a couple hundred points from the lead. If I was playing uh, like how? NFL Fantasy, yeah. I'd be trading in uniques and seeing top 100 rank, which a big thing we give it Maria's Magic, the ownership figures for top 10, 100,000 who's unique, how mm. can I make this jump? But because he had no trades, everyone in the top 100 was sitting on their hands, yeah. thinking, all right, let's There's see. There's no it. way
1: of making 200.
0: So I like that more game theory part mm. of, of the other one. But what I did like, and you'd like this, you mentioned in the paper, like the scoring system.
1: I, I much prefer the scoring system, much prefer it.
0: And people bag it because they think that you get points for running through the banner, you get a few points. And the funny one, so Zach Butters, who I, I think you remember the game, he did his, he did his medial... First half against Swans on the boundary line, doing really well. Yeah, no, I remember that. And somehow, so he was on say forty six yeah. at the time, halfway through the second. Fantasy injured you is stuck on the forty six. Somehow, he crept up to sixty eight. Come the end of the game because they won the game, he was impactful oh, at
1: the start. So I don't understand that part of it. Yeah, well, a
0: lot of it is, and this is again where people think there's fake points. Each game. They only allocate a certain amount of points, yeah. 3,300.
1: Which they never used to, They don't do that for the paper, though, do they? Champion data. No, it's just fixed. whatever you no, score. they're also fixed. So it's the funny how points.
0: similar the, the points end up being. Yeah, right. And that's when they then scale. If there's more points to give, they then give the extra points to those who performed when the game was on the line. And, yeah, right. And vice. So that's also, there Your fakes is mean, In terms of actual player-player differences in scores. Like you, you just have to look at the players who scored better in Supercoach than they did in AFL Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And that is just going through, well, the top 10 different, like, so Darcy Moore, 56 fantasy, 82 supercoach, yep. Barass, 92 supercoach, 67 fantasy, Harris Andrews, Sam Taylor, they're all key intercept, defenders. Intercept, intercept possession, intercept.
1: spoils, et cetera.
0: And to be fair, like, Sam Taylor, All-Australian, Adam Sard's up here, he got a 103 supercoach, 81 fantasy, and you have to say... 103 is more reflective of his year last year. All Australian, all Australian. Dashing, run, carry, bounce. Sam Coning. So th- those key defenders with the intercepts they get a few a key forwards, yeah. they get a better look, which I think is a better accurate – it makes them more relevant rather than just in fancy. It's like, oh, well, who's going to be playing midfield time? We want midfielders. He still can get someone. Like a James Sissy. dominated his uh, – I think he got a 113 super coach to a yeah. 96 fancy because they're all – Intercept, and then you look at the people who are better in fantasy than, than Supercoach, and it's all your wingers. I think 14 of the top 22 were wingers. Wagenlein, Malera, Bailey Smith, Finn McGuinness, Harry Morrison, Lockie O'Brien, Isaac Smith, Connor McDonald, Will well, Setterfield. What's this, what's this, that? People who scored better in fantasy than Supercoach. Right. Wingers, because they're all uncontested possessions. Yeah, yeah you a get mark them in, in space, a way, kick yeah.
1: Cap. But is that all there was? Well, they're all the, there, there was, was not a lot of cream there.
0: Now, these are the ones, like, they score better in fantasy yeah, than Yeah, no, no, but I mean... you're not of, getting reward yeah, for
1: Yeah, yeah, like, the, the, they're all okay players, well, but not the real top end of town.
0: Well, top end of town, went to top end. Jai Simpson was up there because yeah. his disposal efficiency was down low. Tim Turan. Hey, long story short, you look at that, people say which scoring system's better. You have to say, looking at the players who score better in fantasy than Supercoach and vice versa, the better players scored better in Supercoach, Supercoach, which, yeah. gives, in my opinion, gives a... Thing. The only thing is, when you're sitting down on a weekend watching the footy, you can't be like, "Oh, he's had his kick. That's a, that's three points." It's hard to track. It's you got to. It's, it's a it's raffle. Funny. If you've got, got a small
1: interest it. on it, so I can work
0: anything out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing the old and <laughs> data <potato laughs> algorithm in your head. And then the other thing which they introduced last year were these trade boosts, mm. which were for five rounds. You were able to have one extra trade, yeah. So rather than just two per week in fancy, where everyone's kind of doing similar trades. You had to be strategic when you're going to use these. You, you hold them for. up your sleeve. Yeah. You hit fast track your upgrades. And I really liked that element and added a nice difference to it. What uh, was your what was your theory on using them? Well, they bought it, they bought them in for COVID because I yeah. worried that two trades per week, COVID's gonna come, you're gonna miss miss heap of players, they don't want people to have donuts. No one waited for that. Inevitable position, which actually never happened. So yeah, those okay. who got lucky, I used them for that round three, knowing that no, tr- no price changes were happening until three rounds. Well, you might as well use all those that boost and use three, get in those who are going to go up in yeah. price round four, so you had yeah. extra looks at them. So I used one boost there. And then normally upgrade season happens when your rookies are cashed out in price at around six or seven. Top ends are come down. You do one up, one down. If you could do two down, one up – you could fast track getting if premiums, it, and if yeah. you get more points from round four. So I was using boost from round four, five, six, seven to then get mm. my team. And yeah, the you went quicker than the rest. So I, I quite and I think judging that they've got it for the cricket and COVID hasn't been much of they're using it for cricket. Big Bash, I assume yeah. they're going to use trade boosts again this uh, year. Uh,
1: so just why I quickly sitting on the tip of my tongue. Who was the player again that burnt you last year? Crisp. Yeah, short,
0: that's right. But mostly Crisp. Yeah. I think I, I had the option mid season to go Sinclair or Crisp. but If right. I went Sinclair, it probably would have been the difference. A few other just minor tweaks, difference between two games if someone's looking to play. So in fancy the scoring, the pricing system, you're priced based on your score from the year prior. But if you play less than 10 games the year prior, it's your lowest score... Sorry, it's your highest score the last two years, just in case someone gets injured on nothing like Tommy. Yeah. So last year, Cornelio, who... Came into AFL fancy price at eighty three because he scored sixty one the year before. Yeah, but only played seven games. So his price at his ninety eight, bit of a discount. So he eighty three, which was a cheap start, but it wasn't a free hit. Yeah, in Super Coach, Steve Keneally was priced at forty eight. Yeah, you're grabbing, you're grabbing cogs there. So, that, so there's just, I don't think I like it. There's, there's too many real simple obvious, like obvious, hits. Grid, yeah. obvious easy hits. It doesn't. So it's a small tweak, and then the biggest difference of the lot is this limited trade. So you've got 35 trades to use for the year. Fantasy, Ooh. you've got two per week, three for the finals, for the buyers, sorry, extra round. I think you've got 50. Yeah. And the difference, and this is the key difference when it comes to strategy, because I've always said, and we talked about this on Fantasy last week, you don't have to start with best 22 players. You want to start really with people way who are there. going to improve Then project. Yeah. So many trades, improve, bang, bang, bang. By round 16, you're going to have a full list anyway, score more points, have mm-hmm. more cash. Super goes, thirty-five trades per week. You're gonna have five players who probably be injured on average yep. for the year. You're gonna have five failed picks, you'll pick someone they're not gonna work, which means you've got twenty-five trades for upgrading, meaning one down, one up. So there's twelve upgrades you can make. Yeah. So If you want to get the best twenty-two, assuming you're gonna you have, going to have that start mid- with ten of them. you have to start with ten who you think's yeah. gonna finish in the best twenty two. Because if you don't, it comes to round, we saw this at the back end of last year, you've got your completed team run out of trades and you haven't got the best twenty-two those teams who do are just going to be putting on 50, there's no <laughs> yeah, way of yeah, catching yeah, yeah. So you need to start with 10, assuming you're going to get lucky and only have five injured players and five foul picks. If you're going to have more than that, you're going to have to start with 12, 14. Yeah, Whereas, which makes, that, that makes it hard. Well, yeah, well, it, it, it's changes the balance between looking for value and looking for the best players. Mm. And again, I always talk about old-school mentality from fantasy where people were getting the game wrong. you yeah. still with that, because back in the day, fantasy used to be fixed trades. Yeah, and these yeah. old-school people were like, yep, you need keepers, these are the must-haves, must-haves. Whereas that's not yeah. it for fantasy, but it kind of is. Yeah. So, you can kind of get why people get of confused. Course. So the winner in Supercoach last year, oh, sorry, fantasy, only, we mentioned they only had six of the best 22 in their starting mm. squad, yeah. still managed to win. Last year, I had nine players keepers who i Stayed. started with and stay which is in the lower end of the 10 obviously i got a bit lucky late crips if crips had got suspended then i would have been stuffed yeah of and course few other things went my way so
1: and other people had crips but probably had another trade up their sleeve and we were, yeah. We were dry
0: yeah and i had I, the difference is and this is where the question comes where it could become more fancies because a lot of those value players I started with being a Sicily, a Hewitt, Patrick Cripps, Will Brody, people wouldn't have thought they're gonna be your ten keepers. Yeah. They're as good as they are, no way Hewitt's gonna be a top six defender. Brody. Brody. They ended up being that. So yeah. I kind of one, you did you get lucky, or two, it, the philosophy of hunting that no, home hunting. run a, of someone with value who can be a top in line in their position. That's the aim of the game, and they're the must-haves.
1: Now, I think you've proved over a period, Sal, that it's probably not – there's a lot of luck in fantasy, don't get me wrong, but I think if you're consistently picking ten keepers or enough to get through from start to finish, I don't think you can put it down to luck. If yeah. I did it, I think you'd probably say it could be luck.
0: I'll say it's because you listened to the a <laughs> season yeah. yeah. guide. So just rounding, rounding that out, the – the must-haves, in my opinion, aren't your Clayton Oliver's. Last year, everyone was saying Jack McRae's a must-have. You'll see these articles come through from now to the start of the season. Your must-haves are players who you think can finish top or best 22, could even be a, the eighth-ranked midfielder, the sixth-ranked defender, but they're priced well below that. And there's a few options which will potentially look at Super more so in the season guide when we start really crunching the data mm. and, and getting the numbers. And uh, so in turn, rounding it all out, what I've learnt from last year, value is still the key. Yeah. As much as you want to be getting best 22, get the values. Trades are key, but you're better off being aggressive. As you said, people are like, oh, how many trades have you got left? Yeah. You've got to make your own luck. Use those trades, get those players before they go up in price and then you can have that best 22 before anyone else and that's what when are, you're scoring your points. What's
1: that say about people that die with money? Like you don't get buried with it or whatever? Like, yeah, you, don't, you um, don't. It doesn't end in your casket. Yeah. Send it.
0: Just use it all. And then buyers, are, again, we, we have the buy around plan as part of the in season package when the season starts, uh, is, uh, is key. And that's where you can make the ground. So the, the big trade off, and if you're playing super Coach this year, and it goes against my fancy philosophies, which you need everyone to have value, mm-hmm. someone's done the math. I haven't. I need to work out how they've done this math. But they say Is that your
1: challenge? Is that, is that like Wonser the What's a wonkser. Yeah. yeah
0: the view is a trade is worth 150k is what they say in super coach so you need your player to make 150k to be worthwhile to make that upgrade so if you're going to pick some mid-pricer if they're not going to make 150k you're better off pick your rookie because they're going to make 150k or have them become a keeper Mm -hmm. then you won't need to trade them so that's Whereas in fantasy, you can pick someone for a 3 stop stopgap. They might make 75, 80K, but yeah. they've played a rule. Spin you can them trade around, them. yeah. So that the, the grey area of, oh, this guy's is he valued? Yep, he's valued. It's, it's more you've got to ask yourself the two questions with every player with your starting squad. Are they going to make 150k? Then they're going to be worthwhile, or, or are they going to be a best 22? Yeah. If you can get the combination of both, like a Sicily Hewitt.
1: Did you have any last year that did? So you obviously said you had nine that stayed to finish eighth. Yeah. Aim for ten or whatever. Was there any that just didn't that let you down on the 150?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So I think I had a Jared Berry oh, mid pricer I thought yeah. he was going to get opportunity. Exploded Brisbane, didn't. Yeah. Called well. Thought he was going to get some opportunity inside didn't. mid as a mid passer. Yeah. Didn't. So you can still have. Couple of flops, a few flops, but yeah. that, in my opinion, goes to those five failed starting squad picks, which you can then—that's built. in. five
1: is the maximum you allow for floppers.
0: Well, if you don't have five and five injuries, then you're going to be wanting to start with more than ten. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, keepers to start. So moving on to 2023, and we'll just quickly go through this because a lot more of this will be in the guide and some early observations. Is what we found last year is those top three defenders. Yeah being a Dawson, Sinclair and Tom Stewart, it was not as much docking in the other game. They're scoring as much as any. I mean, they've come in really, really expensive. Yeah. So the question is, do you pay up for them? Knowing It's hard gonna to pay be, for a defender. Yeah, knowing they're <laughs> going to be best 22. It's so hard paying for a defender because then you d- ignoring those three, then well, who do you think then is going to be best 22 but of value? So that's going to be a real tricky one, which we're going to have to slice and dice a little bit. Oh, there's still a few mid-prices who I think could potentially be best 22, whether it's a Tom Green, a bit cheaper, a mm. Timmy Taranto, a few players like that. The Rucks are a raffle again. Oh, I'm
1: chips in on Taranto, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely. everything. Uh
0: Everything. And then there's a, a few free hits and gimmies like we saw with Cogsley, like a Conor McKenna, if, he, if he's named for Brisbane, I think he's priced at like a basement price. Yeah,
1: Conor McKenna was good, borderline australian halfback, like – he bought something that no other club really had. It was Him and Sard. Maybe even Sard used to go mad. Gosh, yeah. yeah, mad. He, and that think, which one ones. are we going to stop? and yeah, no, I look forward to seeing Connor McKenna.
0: So that's pretty much it for my learnings, findings, questions you've got to ask yourself. So with that season guide, we've liked the fantasy one. We sort of look at splits in the season first half, second half, last five, CBA's trends, how that correlates with their scoring, how that scoring. Mm will then rank them amongst their positions, see if they score like they did in the last five. That will then make them a top six defender, so they've got potential to do that if they're not going to be there. We've got a new category in there for what they need to average to make that 150K. So yeah. when you're looking at a player like a Dom Sheed, who's cheap, not going to be best top eight. You like, well, But you get the
1: 150 out of is him. Is
0: he and going to average? We might as well just, I'll just yeah, do it. check I, him, so,
1: Funnily enough, I saw Dom the other day, and he's absolutely flying. So I've heard his few reports um, he's flying. Yeah, no, it was a... Uh, that was the night, I had a night out, itself. You had a night out? Yeah. It, my, it really I, the the, the neighbours aren't looking at me quite. I'm not sure which front yard I spewed in, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose it was, but I remember doing it. I shouldn't have said that, but anyway, keep that quiet.
0: So Dommy Sheed yeah. comes in price around the 60 mark. He's not going to be a keeper, but he needs to average 88-ish to make his 150K. Looking what he's done in the past – he averaged 89 in 2020, 95, 2019. So if he can get back to his best, he will.
1: And also, just quickly on that, so with Dom Shed, I know it's not a Dom Shed podcast, but you go, righto, Dom hasn't played for 12 months. Their midfield is getting a bit long in the tooth. Uh, you know, Shuey and Yo might be off half back. Uh, they're not going to throw uh, Jimby,
0: Gimby Jimby? Straight in.
1: Straight Like they will, but they, he can't, he, his body won't stand up to a full game. So maybe he does play a little bit extra in there Because remember when it was full Domi would roam the wings For a little while And yeah, pop so off yeah, half he's forward He's always been 55, 65 Yeah he, might, he might do a little bit more He's only 26 or something like that Yeah
0: Yeah 27 Well they've got some runners now On yeah. the wing They've got uh, Chess if he does play I think Gimby Hoff. will be wing Hoff mm. But on the flip side, he averaged 73 in 2018 from his 18 games. If he if he comes out, yes, his value price at 60 scores 73. He's not going to make that 150K. No. He'll be a failed pick. So that's where I think with this season guide, you can really look, look at it and be like, yeah, where's his positional ranking? Where's he rank on price? Average point per minute, last five, career high. Has he got potential to be a top eight or six forward six defender? No? Okay. Well, can he make 150? What's he priced at? What does he need to score? Can he get that? Yep, it's a good pick, and I think it's a pretty good utensil this season. guy yeah. for SuperCoach. So when I'm picking my team, I sport. generally
1: go through: Do I like the person? Do I like the way they play? Are they good looking? Like, there's all sorts of different categories. There's no filters for that. Mate. No, no, no. <laughs> but like when you're doing your team, you paper bag over the head job, and is that the numbers? Is yeah. that the filter purely you go one fifty? Go back through it. Yeah, that that have looked a look at few things from that season that may have helped or hindered, uh, and that's it. Yep, bang.
0: Yep, and I think. Uh, if they're going to be top – my keepers, my 10 keepers I'm going to start with, so, I yeah. still need them to have value. So yeah. is it going to be a Jack McRae who the year before everyone said is the best player in Supercoach had a down year. Does he get more time in there? You're We're big on today. McRae still, aren't you? I'm big enough on him, yeah. Yet. So he's upside. It's The question is, which I did last year, I paid up for Jack McRae because I kind of got a bit convinced with these super coach, oh, you have to have him vice so, captain yeah. captain plays early. So that's like a Clary Oliver this year who I think is going to be the best scorer, but he's the most expensive, so that, well, do you pay up for that or do you look to upgrade him later in the year? But a lot of this will we'll obviously go through with some philosophies as the, as the season guide progresses. So with that season guide, what comes with it, a, a podcast weekly, super coach focused. There'll be a separate one for the AFL Fantasy. The guide itself, the commentary, the Articles, the stats, the pre-season form guide and and numbers, that gets updated as as, as soon as news comes in. So we'll constantly update all the way up until round one. So the season guide finishes in round one when it kicks off the season, but updates all the way up until then. Nice. I'm a bit super coach out, Dave i just what give
1: it... You? Yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Um, Swaggy X is the new team name, so jump on board, but... Ditching uh, the, the Derek yeah, Henrys. Yeah, Derek Henrys, mate. He fell in a hole this year. He's still a big NFL, but he wasn't the outstanding superstar he was in the past. Uh, give us a little... Sprinkle a little bit of dust on a couple of players you've got your eyes.
0: Let's go one from each line, right? Uh,
1: one from each line. Uh, yeah, just a little bit of a gold sprinkling.
0: Defenders, as I mentioned, we're trying to find that top six player who's got value outside of those big three who are expensive. Who yeah. I think we're still going to have to start with because they're going to be top there six at the end. again. Yeah. Someone who's interesting comes super coach. Is this Mason Redman? Where Mason Redman. His averages in wins and losses were was crazy. So I think he averaged. Please tell me I left this. Did he average me. well when they got
1: smacked or when they won?
0: He averaged well when they won. Right. Uh, where are we? 127 in wins. Mm. Mind you, they didn't win many, so it hurt him. And he was 78 in losses. He, he, La- who, who post by he averaged 102. Who won Essendon's best and fairest? He, he should have won it. They told, to, they told me to Peter won it.
1: So for two-meter Peter? He won
0: the b and N. Oh, I'm not upset by that. Yeah, I still think Redman probably should have got it. Uh, but no, but Redman had a couple of flatties. He finished well. So Backman, he, I think, has potential if they win more and shows that back half yeah. form to be, and he's priced less than that. Midfield I've mentioned I I think it's McRae But I'd like to still see We could never Never sure with McRae Even pre-Bailey Smith You reckon Bailey Smith Needs to be in there more Don't you
1: Well he just brings That explosiveness Yeah
0: He's slow isn't he he, Slow motion Yeah I I think
1: the game's Gone past that
0: Yeah I heard you say that I think you could be right you could be right. Uh, rucks are a raffle, like they seem That We talk about it every year, and you hate mm. your rucks. The one who would be the obvious mm. choice if he's the first ruck is Rowan Marshall, but news that poor old Jackson Hayes broke a foot uh, did he? in his recovery. So he's missing the first couple of months. King's already missing the first while. Marshall's probably going to have to play forward, in which case yeah, but, he's not uh, going to be. Yeah, but is
1: Ross the boss going to go, this is the way I want to play? So, for example, if Ross the boss wants to play... His game style that he wants to implement, is he better to go, well, when we are firing, we want to make the eight, Marshall is our ruckman. So why would I take Marshall from the ruck to play a position he's not going to play when we might be able to find someone else to do the bash and crash up forward? Yeah. You know, are you better to be very good at one thing or average at two things?
0: Yeah, no, I like your theory. I like your theory, in which case he would be the one, but a lot preseason pre-season going to play out a lot there. And then the forward line, it's always hard, and I find this hard in fantasy-wise, to paying up for someone with a bit more of a price after they were a bargain last year. Yeah. You go, I'm overpaying here. But Steve Canelio, who first half year last year averaged 89, even though he was a free hit, yeah. everyone had him his price at 40 or whatever he was. 30% CBAs. Leon went. He had 70% CBAs. 108 post buy. Mm. Now they've lost Hopper Torando. I think he's going to play more inside mid, which could be that 108 figure. Who knows? But on the flip side, this whole game style of uh, GWS is going to be turned on its head because mm-hmm. a lot of his possessions were nice, easy, cheap marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops, but it was a
1: bad game style. I don't think. I, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm chips in if I had to pick a player from the Giants this year. I think Josh Kelly would be their best player by a long way.
0: All right. Well, he has all the attributes to be a super coach stud. It just. I think this I think this year. Think this, year this year's the year. I think. Well, I, I, what's I, the swaggy X? Is that what you call him? Swaggy X. Get yeah. him in. I'll be. I'll tick that off because I think be he can in. be a top be 8 if don't he, about that if he performs. Anyway, if you like that, a lot more of that coming with the season guide. As mentioned, you can pre-register at marirasmagic.com.au. What a. date's a. the drop? Dropping early Feb. Feb. And uh, looking forward to getting a drop. It's, it's some exciting things in, that, in those season guides and those profiles. But thanks a lot for your, your tuning in and your support, and we'll chat to you all soon. <laughs>